on what our podcast is all about, all of our loyal fans or new listeners who are just curious about the concept, the genesis of our podcast. Or you're just lazy <laughs> and don't want to read up on it. On our SoundCloud description. Uh-huh, pretty so, much. So $6.99 per pound is a bi-weekly podcast featuring interviews with leaders and professionals from a wide range of field and communities, much like the diverse options found in a New York City deli, uh-huh. cooked and served by the inquisitive duo of JoJo and JK. <laughs> Listeners, that, that sounds like you're not reading it off at all, Joanne. <laughs> Listeners are treated to a hot dishes that inform and inspire, leaving them full and satisfied. Wait, that does sound like I'm reading it. Am I reading the right one? Yeah, you are. You, are. you read the yeah, sound you're, description. You're, you're, you're you natural. read it. You're, you're, you're natural, read it. Joanne. Read. Yeah. So um, the man next to me who's giving me notes and instruction is our amazing producer, Michael. Ken. A.K.A. Ken. A.K.A. Ken. We still haven't Yo. decided what to call him. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shout I, out. I don't, I don't know how to call this guy. But we, this we, is another episode of our Behind Our Counter series, where yeah, you get to yeah. get to know about Jakey and I and the amazing team that makes this podcast possible. Mm-hmm. So this episode, or, or when we just can't book guests and shit. So I was gonna just, say that, but that's pretty much what it <laughs> let's is. Let's keep it one hundred. You know right? what? We're keeping it real with all of our listeners. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we fuck up. We we definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Not sometimes. A nah, lot of times. Yeah, I just had a meltdown setting up this. It is what it is. Yo, man, that Adobe, yo. Like, yo, somebody gives us uh, the crack Adobe code because that's what we recorded on, man. Yo, man, Adobe, give us a sponsorship or we're going to crack your shit. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yo, so uh, we, we have um, our producer, Michael Ken Stewart, right? Yes. Stewart, is that, is that that's a full name. Michael Ken Stewart. Michael Ken Stewart. So, yo, some of y'all might be wondering, like, okay, why is he, is he, is he an anime fan? Is that why he calls himself Ken? Is my man White? Is that why his last name's Stewart? But, um, yo, tell us about a little bit about yourself, like who, who you are and what you represent. Yeah, uh, well, the whole Ken situation was, what did that happen? Because my, I changed. It was all JK's yeah, fault. Yeah, it was all JK's <laughs> fault. But he was like, yo, I have this <laughs> The problem young. was, so... I found out, no, but my middle name has been Ken, right? It's, it is Ken. And I just found, I found out a year ago that was the, mo- the name my birth mother gave me. So it's like a gain new significance. So I changed my, tw- my Instagram, all well, my social handles to Ken Suchuato, which is Stuart in Japanese. And then... Wait, Suchuato is Stuart in Japanese? Like if, you say it, if you say it, yeah, in Japanese. Oh, because oh. Japanese people like to like... Like Megadonardo. They, they like you like can't to, say certain like, yeah, like they the, they sounds. Like Japanese five, yeah, yeah. Japanify. 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 Yeah, like we had... Yeah, Japanese They, they, they can't like, say photograph, they say photograph. Yeah, or right. like R. Yo, is that shit racist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my fault. Yo, no, no, yo, no, no, but you can't. Yo, no, no, yo, fix it in post. Yo, fix it in post. Yo, I apologize to all my Nihonjin friends. You know what I'm saying? They're making it worse. Stop. No, but Japanese people can't say R's. So right and light sound the same. So Daito and Daito, like they can't. Like there's certain words. So Stuart becomes Stuato. So I changed my Instagram handle to that. 
And uh, I came in the studio the first day, and then uh, Jakey introduced me as Ken. And I was like, hmm, because I was in this, this whole like new. phase. No, so I was like, I don't know, I'm going to rock with it. But um, I don't know. Oh, shit, so I basically named you. Yeah. No, Can but like, no, 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 no. But I'm, but I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I gave this you is your like, name, son. <laughs> okay, because I birthed you. No. Um. <laughs> so there was a moment where um, Julie, you know, we've all been calling him Ken. Like, yo, we, I got this young son named Ken. He's it's really mad cool. talented. I like, and I was like, cool, like JK. I like Ken. Yeah. So we say we call you Ken this whole time, and Julie's like, you guys, you guys know. He, he prefers Michael and well, we were we like had this what? Whole t- I had this whole talk with Julie and then she was like oh, pressing shit. me on it I was like so like, Julie right, was basically like, like Julie our other producer was basically we had a like, phone call don't, don't, don't let Jakey bully you into yeah basically that's calling, what it was calling no but your, I was like I was, but I was but like, I thought you was Ken I'm many things but like okay, <laughs> alright so what do you prefer anyway, what do you prefer let's get know. this once and for all oh, so damn. do you do you did you did you fucking hate I me I feel like right I, now I'm like, vibing with like if I'm in my artist mode I like the shut I the like fuck the up okay. gotcha so, Jake okay. so <laughs> Yo, what, do you, what do you prefer Ken okay, or Ken, Michael Michael then we're going Michael 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 is my normal everyday life I am Michael yeah. okay oh so you're Michael okay yo on that note Michael by daylight Ken by night on that on that note that was way too much on that note I apologize I apologize Michael no, yeah, let's hug it been, out. I've been called in you, Ken. But when I'm on my artist shit, I'm, I'm feeling a little Ken, Ken yeah. situation. Okay. It has a little flair to mm-hmm. it. It's spicy. Yeah. And your Instagram handle's at Ken. Ken Situato. Oh, so you yeah. are Ken. I am. Cheeky. Oh, but so but you my... prefer to be called Michael. In real life. Okay, in real life, on you're the, Michael. On the street. Got yeah. you. Yeah. On the street, you're Michael. Yeah. yeah. But it's complicated. All right, so... You prefer <laughs> us to call you Michael from now on. Sure. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, got you. Okay, I apologize, Michael. <laughs> but you are a man of many identities. I you know, am, as you kind I of am. alluded to, you know, you said Ken was birth mother's. Yeah. It was from her, so you were adopted. Yeah. And you kind of been educating us. And Julie Young, our producer, is also adopted. So right. we, through you know you guys, we've really been learning a lot about just like yeah the adopt adopt the community. Is it adoptee hot, community? Adoptee community, mm-hmm. right? The adoptee yeah. community. So yo, so tell us a little bit about um, where you were raised and like how you came about into who you are, how you manifested into a human being. Uh, yeah, I was born in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, so by a biological mother. Biological mother, right. Tokyo, Japan. I was put in an orphanage right out of the hospital. Um, but so apparently, you're, you're by, so your mother is Japanese. My mother is Japanese, and my birth father is was a supposedly a German national. Okay. As in, like, came from Germany and was like hanging out in Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Got or you, like got I don't know you. what his situation was. So you never, you have no intel about this gentleman. No, I have a birth book from my birth mother because in Japan they give a book to each like pregnant mother, mm. expecting mother, um, to like record like the pregnancy and how things are going. So I have addresses and like names and stuff. Oh. From my birth mother. Have so there's ever, that. Have you ever got in touch with your birth mother? No. Um, okay. That's like something in the future. But okay. Mm-hmm. I want to do, but I just, yeah, I don't know anything about dad. So, you know, it's like a little cloudy in the beginning, mm. but all I know is I was put in an orphanage and then I was adopted um, at the age of one. I don't even know about that. Right, 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 <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Wait, so are you, did you find out all this intel like recently? No, I mean, I've always knew when I was adopted, mm, um, okay. but it's just like 
the detail, right, has gotten a little more refined over the years. Mm-hmm. Right. And the, your parents are actually, like your adopted parents, is your mom is Japanese actually, right? Yeah, so when mm-hmm. I, w- I got adopted into a family and my mom is Japanese and my dad's a six foot two Scottish Irish man. Mm. <laughs> or we took a DNA test, he might be Turkish, who knows? Okay. That's another situation. Oh, good. <laughs> got you. But, so, uh, so, so you, yeah. got, you actually got adopted by a mixed race family. Yeah, what is the right term? Is it interracial couple, the right term? I don't, I don't know right terms. Like, I don't okay. know. Like, yeah. I don't terms and definitions, but. Yeah. Like, right. I'm mixed race because I actually learned from Julie that you know it's not good to say half like it's actually I guess yeah like people right. have certain things because like mixed people that oh, are mixed are mostly like I don't want to see my identities as like se- separate things yeah. it's like right. a, like I'm it's not like a whole a, person like, I'm a mixture something. of Asian yes. and white right so it's it's better is is more righteous to say mixed than half mm-hmm. right? yeah that but is, like that's, but sometimes I'm like I'm like I'm half Japanese and half German. Oh, okay. Like, Got I'll just you. say it. But, like, to me, it doesn't mean anything. But it might mean something to other people. So it's probably right. better to say mix. Got yeah. you. So, yeah, that's a gem right there, man. Yo, stop saying hapa. Stop saying half. Say mixed race. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hapa is, like, in Hawaii, hapa is a term. But, oh, okay. But that's a whole other history. We don't have to talk about that. Right, um, right, right. And has some connotations. But, uh, yeah. Okay, nah, nah. So now nah, we were, we're just, just talking, talking about, about like your genesis, your, your genesis, genesis right? How so, you came about, how yeah, you manifested yeah, into a human so being. So I got adopted, and then into this a family, and my parents were the same racial makeup as who I was. So I fit in. And Do you have siblings? I have a younger brother who's also adopted. Oh, um, okay. He's uh, his racial ethnic makeup is a little different. So we had we have an interesting story where we grew up in the same family, but have you know, different experiences because of race. What um, is his racial makeup? Uh, I mean, we did, we both did DNA tests. He's like, he has like Indian, Bangladeshian, Indonesian. Um, his like ancestors came through the Philippines and so then was but is, dark. Yeah, but his skin tone is darker. Yeah. Gotcha. And he has like more like Ronaldo features almost. Like he looks like Ronaldo. Like Ronaldo is in like Soccer Brazilian. Player. Soccer player. Ronaldo. Uh, so not Ronaldo. What's his name? Cristiano Ronaldo. Kind of looks like he looked like a little like him when he was younger. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm like fucking this all up. But like, um, like Christian a, Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, okay. the soccer, uh, the soccer player. player. Like, okay, now I was yeah. talking about like the old school Brazilian. No, 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 Ronaldo. not that guy. No, no, no. Okay, no. got yeah, you. Yeah. But like, so we, I kind of fit in my family, and people, I'd have to defend the fact that I was adopted because people like couldn't, didn't believe I was adopted. They're like, mm-hmm. no, you're not adopted. I was like, I'm fucking adopted. Like, I just I told hate you. How people will see? Like, it's like this is what this goes back to. Like the question of wait, hold up. Why would they argue about the fact that you are people argue? People love to argue. It's like when um, white people ask Asians like where you're from, right? I don't like necessarily don't like you can ask that question. The thing that pisses me off is when people tell you where they're from. People don't believe mm. what they just told you. I was like, I just told you I'm from California. Like, why don't like, you nah. believe the fact? They're like, no, uh-huh. you're not. I'm like, why would I lie to you about where the fuck I'm from? Yeah. Right. Like, so if I told you I'm adopted, like, why the fuck would I 
tell why you about why about mm-hmm. the fact that I'm adopted. Right. So yeah, like, <laughs> like even though my mom is Japanese and my dad is white, like right. I am adopted by another couple who yeah. had me yeah. that was yeah. you know, similar yeah. racial exactly. or, you know, makeup. But like the good thing about that for me was I got schooled in all things Japanese. So does that right. So like we used to go back to Japan when I was in elementary school every summer for a month and like I would go to Japanese school. I didn't have to do any of the homework, which is super dope. I just like went to school, like hung out and like, I don't know, after school we'd like ride our bikes around and like do some wild shit until mm. like So you o'clock. learn Japanese? Yeah, but my Japanese is super informal. Like my Japanese is like, our best friends run a soba shop in Tokyo and the language they use is very much like casual, you quote unquote like, yeah, super casual Japanese. There's, like, different levels of it. Mm. So, like, I can't really speak to bosses that well. Like, I've gotten yelled at at an internship I had in uh, Tokyo when I was a sophomore in college. It's, like, the, four more versus in- Yeah, and the guy was like, why are you speaking informal. to me like we're friends? Yeah. I was like, shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know any, like, I don't know I formalities. I don't know any other way to speak. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, like, I know, like, so when you talk to your mom, street Japanese. Yeah, when you talk to your mom, you just talk to her in street English, Japanese. Uh, in street Japanese, it's like it's like Japanese English mix. Right, right, right. I I speak more Japanese because I want to practice. So I do is that. there a term for that? Like you know how Korean English mixes Konglish? Like yeah. is there a Japanglish? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Japanglish. Really we could come up with it now. <laughs> yeah, you but, heard it here first, Japanglish. Yeah, but Japanglish. It's, it's, it's my attempt to hold on to my culture, right? So. There's that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we go to Japanese restaurants and mom just be like, oh, they're doing this wrong. Or, like, the miso soup is coming out the wrong time. And, like, so I know, like, all the chopstick stuff and, like, why you don't, like, do the – when white yeah. kids, like, fucking make drumstick noises, like, pretend they're on a, in a rock, rock band with their chopsticks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the, like, the rude shit like people do. Um, so I got schooled in that. So, so it was like, so I got a good like basis, I think still I was lucky in that way. Mm. So you grew up, you grew up like with a very worldly background. So, and that's what 699 per pound podcast (laughs) offers, man. Worldly (laughs) experiences. Exactly. So I had to get out about worldly experiences. No, but to go like, even the reason why I even left was. High school, I was a good student until I. What do you? How do you define good student? I like I did everything right. Like I had like a three point eight. Like I was doing well, and then uh, I tell people that mm-hmm. I. Uh, Joanne's like three point eight. Well, like okay, um, well, like okay. Well, I, had, like, I good, thought I was doing good for myself, uh, but then I, um, I found uh, booze and uh, girls were more and dance and dance. Booze and girls. girls. I was chasing girls. I was drinking on the weekends during high school, and I was like, "But that's like any high school." Yeah, but like it got me off track. So then it was like, "Oh, like this shit doesn't matter." So I graduated like average. I was like literally in the middle of my class out of five hundred. I didn't really apply myself when I was like looking for colleges. I only got into University of Hawaii. My mom was like, "You ain't going to the University of Hawaii." Why not? Because she you she she taught there, and she was like. That school is not like academically inclined to like what she thought I Damn, could do. Damn, mass shots to <laughs> University of Hawaii. No, but like, yo, we're definitely like, not getting any fucking sponsorships from Hawaii now. No, it's a great place. Like, I have family in Hawaii. Word, and, word. Um, but um, so I ended up at community college. The community college my mom teaches at. Um, she's a Japanese teacher. Oh, say um, word. That's what's up. So I. Yeah, how does that feel to have like your mom as a teacher at a school that you attend? That was weird because I used to in high school I'd not do my homework. I play video games. My mom was like, "You'll end up at community college." 
I was like, ah, like, I'm good. Yeah. Because, like, and then I ended up there. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Which was, like, kind of a shot to my ego because all my friends went to, you know, big name state schools like University of Washington oh. or like you know they're doing good and I was like yeah. ah shit like what does like my life come to no. right. but that ego thing I, it's so interesting because yeah a lot of parents of like at least our generation parents are always like they would rather pay like a crazy amount of money to have you go to like a really good school than like school, yeah. then like economically it makes sense to no. go to community college and like save some money and then, would, then transfer 1000% but then like there's just like this perception of like that is like a lesser way or yeah. that's like whatever but then like right now I had no idea you went to community college I like, went I don't, to community I, college for two years I have an associate degree in business administration yeah Yo, that but it's just tight, like though, I don't care you know like you're right. here yeah. with us you're hanging out we, I know you're smart and talented and like that doesn't matter right. at but, all but so just right? to just to be like a little bit on the defense and by by no means I'm agreeing with our parents how they perceive community like, colleges mm-hmm. but the fact that Ken is here is because he did go to Cornell mm-hmm. right yes. the fact that here so as I think in New York City in New mm-hmm. York City we're in this room because like he decided to like go to Cornell and then through Cornell he was able to meet me and then through Actually, yeah. meeting me like <laughs> True. you know like so so what it is is that I think I had this discussion with um, a few of my friends and my folks at one point is that what they were telling me is like yo it's not necessarily that I believe that Cornell or Columbia or any of these motherfucking places is going to give you a better form of education. It's, it's the, the connections. fact that you get to have access, access. to people That's what it is. with access. connections. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you know, I got homies that go to, like, CUNYs, where it's, like, city colleges or mm-hmm. city universities that brilliant kids, you know, but it's as unfair it is, like, it's a bunch of brilliant kids with limited access connection to and access, yeah. right? Whereas, like, you go to Harvard... Like what Ken said, like you might meet a motherfucker who's like the a son, of a, a son of a conglomerate. You are. You know no, what I'm saying? Like, like there's yeah. motherfuckers out there that's like as mad low key appearance wise. But yo, like you're the fucking mm-hmm. sixth grandson of like uh, the, the founder of Samsung and shit. Yeah. You, yeah and that, this like is that. a fact. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. dear future son or daughter of JK, you have to go to no, an Ivy That's what it is. No, no, no. Hell no. Because I'm, I'm going to be straight. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be eyed. So, like, you know, my kids, they going to be eyed, too. Yeah, but I think. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? No, I that's that. what it is. Then let's little, um, you know, I like to talk about myself. So, like, uh, <laughs> let's talk about, like, how we met. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, uh, I, I used like, uh, I used Cornell, going back to Cornell. You were going to you were gonna go to Cornell the next day to do a bad rap screening. Yes, yes. I was about to go to Cornell the next day. And uh, uh, it was, like, one of, it was in 2016, back in 2016, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... You know, he was like, yo, like, whatever, like, I'm trying to do, you know, like, some shit in the, in the, in tr- like, I'm interested in working field. in the creative field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was like, I bet, like, let's, uh, let's meet up and chop it up. And then, you know, <laughs> you know what I told them? When you went to Cornell, I told them to plug my name. Oh. When you were up there, I, I knew the people oh, that you're interacting with. Oh yeah, with. yeah. Oh yeah. I remember some people actually mentioning yeah. like Ken. And, yeah. Uh, but then you probably missed it because you yeah. thought by, his by name way, was Michael. By the way, <laughs> I, I apologize. Like, who's Michael? I, I keep no, it's saying fine. Ken. It's all good. No, but I'm, Michael. But I'm saying it's you know Michael. So subliminal messaging. So I was like, I was like, I was talking to them, but yeah, it was cool because JK, like, I asked you to like meet up a couple times to yeah, just like yeah. talk about shit. Definitely, it was definitely. definitely. Yeah, so we we met up, we chopped it up. Um, we were talk, we were thinking like, okay, how can we possibly do some stuff together? And um, fast forward, uh, 
I think you hollered at me like, yo, I want to just sit in on this podcast yeah, I situation. Listened to, I sat in, uh, yeah, I met mm-hmm. all y'all mm-hmm. when uh, we did the J recording. Executive Chef. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gold. yeah, that one was a really good one. Yeah, Rice so when plug. we were doing yeah. the recording on that, we were like, all right, like, you know, he wanted to sit in. I was like, yeah. I bet. So he came in. And then um, crush the buildings, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, thank God that we have him on board now. <laughs> a month later, uh, I got to join, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> got to join, and yeah. then thank God we have him now, because the reason why we've been so consistent in terms of the episodes coming out on a bi-weekly righteous. basis and looking <laughs> righteous on social media because of... Uh, Ken, uh, sorry, Michael, Michael, Michael joining us as a producer, and yeah. um, you know he's really been putting into work and um, sending us wow brolic ass emails and texting us and really hounding our asses. Annoying as hell. No, but, but no, you know he's like is, sharpening us up. Yeah, you know what it is though. Like being a producer is usually like. Is that's what it is, you know right. what I'm saying? Like keeping pe- people accountable. Yeah, pe- keeping people accountable, and that shit usually annoys people, and that's why, like me as a producer, like I got a lot of like flack from motherfuckers that were just battles also, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Lazy motherfuckers. But <laughs> Ken is keeping us on track, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, texting me at like fucking <laughs> 11 o'clock at night, be like, yo, can you post this shit tomorrow? Like, I bet say word. Yeah. You know but what I mean? That's what, I mean, that's what it's gotta be, gotta be. But yeah. the nice thing is, I say something, y'all do it. Like I've mm-hmm. been part of teams where like I say something in the mic, it's still not done. Yeah, <laughs> shit, shit doesn't get done. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so like there's a give and take with that. So. And that's kind of like one of the biggest frustrations that I also have, like dealing with certain people that is like they have like this akuna matata mentality. Is like, oh, it's gonna be done. It's gonna be I. Right, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be done when you fucking do your job. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right totally yeah. So, but. I think I think that's one takeaway, man. If you're trying to do any sort of project, it's good to have one person who is gonna be a producer who could be accountable and who could keep everything in line. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. but everyone else else has to be accountable too. Yeah, 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 yeah right? for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what like struck me about Ken and I think this Michael, <laughs> Michael Ken, Michael Ken, and I think what separates really successful people from you know normal people <laughs> is just speaking up and like if you see something that you want to do seizing it and asking for it you know even little acts like hey i want to sit in on your podcast you know and mm. just like and we met him and we loved his energy and he was just like hey like can i be part of the team and now he's that was the longest the nervous waiting period i wanted to join i was <laughs> really? like i don't know if i wanted to like i, I like, wanted to reach out i wanted to reach out i was like ah like but i don't want to be annoying no but then jakey hit me up and i was like oh cool all right cool no we i remember we this. went to beso it was you yeah. me and marcus and, mm. and i was like oh my god jakey's gonna ask him like what are you gonna say <laughs> and then and i was like yeah and i was like what <laughs> that was so no easy. it was exactly what i want i love media and like mm-hmm. hearing people's stories and like being able to sit in the booth but, yo, but and, can like, i just give myself some my cred though my cred go ahead Okay, what you go got? Ahead. I was just you have like, five minutes. I was just, yo, like, I, I didn't even like hesitate. I was like, ah, right, yo, this is the situation. You want to do it or not? And then mm-hmm. that yeah. was it. If he yeah. said no, I'll be like, ah, right, goodbye, peace. <laughs> yeah. But like, if he said yes, it's like, I right, bet you That's do it. That's how the universe yeah. works. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Closed mouth don't get fed, man. Yeah. Winners analyze, fucking losers criticize. <laughs> no, but it's like, I think. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, fire. we're having a janky party right now. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, let's bring it back down. Yeah, bring no, it back and as down. much as I think we're, all of us are so different in this room, I think a part of us, like, we've all done that. Like, Jakey has done that. Michael has done that. I've done that. Where I've had people tell me, like, you know, out of everyone in that room, like, you were the only person who followed up with me and took my offer to, like, you know, say the, see the office or, you know, you actually reached out and wasn't just like, oh, I'll reach out after or, like, hey, ha- here, give me your email. Right. Like, or if you it's kind of crazy to me how like not a lot of people do it it's because it's hard like it takes an extra amount of energy and like knowing what's like even having just like i don't know people just don't take that extra step Mm -hmm. and as me as a young person i'm just like i feel like i'm trying to figure it out and i'm in my 20s so it's like the the age when you're like in your head too much and you're like thinking about shit too much and like Mm -hmm. trying to move to a place where it's like all right like fuck it like just do the damn thing like, find out what's about, like, this podcast, right? Like, I was sitting in my room, and I was like, I'm just going to d- DM Key and just be like, yo, like, let me just sit on this podcast. Because, like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to show up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what people just need to do. Because at the end of the day, I used to just be in my head all the time, like, oh, I wish I could do this. But it's like, just fucking try it. it. Just Th- do it. That I actually agree with 1,000%. Because everything that I've done in my 20s, it was... I have an idea, and then I was like, all right, let me just go and execute it. Yeah, but also you got to know what you're doing because I think I always – I'm always – I say that with a grain of salt because I feel like that's something white kids can say more because it's like, right? Because, like, you know, like, as a white kid, like, you got – you're like your parents, so, like, you have society on your side or, like, I can just – that's what I don't like about sometimes about, like, bootstrapping, Mm -hmm. like, white Silicon Valley motherfuckers that are like – I just, like, did it on myself. I just, like, did it. You should just do it. Like, as a person of color, it's like, I can't take mm-hmm. advice from a white person saying just do it because there's so many other factors of, like, just then just do like, like, people of color are just trying to do it, but there's other things you need to think about, well, yo, too. What, see, that's, you know what? That is definitely true as well because, you know, me, even as an immigrant, um, as a, I consider myself, a, like I said, I'm a 1.5 generation immigrant, even myself, I have so much privileges that friends that came into this country like in the same similar economic background or status doesn't have the same privileges that I have. Cause like I have like, my folks are not like in a financially dire need. Like they're not wealthy, but they're like self-sustaining. I have a lot of homies back in Flushing and Queens. Like, you know, my my friends have been paying for their rent as soon as they were able to like working you know what i'm saying that changes what you yeah that changes that what you could do you you know what i'm saying like i didn't have to pay for my folks rent you know so you could go do that so i could like use that money to like fucking do a podcast like go make a movie and shit like that whereas like my friends that like i got a homegirl she's been working since she was like 16 and then she's been supporting herself because, yeah. like, her mom and her dad, like, couldn't really do anything for her. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. You know, it's so it's like, if you're, if you're in that position, yeah. like, even though she's like, I want to be an entertainer or, like, I want to be a, you know, makeup artist, I want to yeah. be, right. like, it's not the same. And right. I understand that wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just don't think that, you know, like, agreeing with you, like, when people say, like, oh, you should just do it. Yeah. It's like, nah, nah, son. Like, you not, not everybody not can just do it. Like, right, right. there's a lot more chapters and steps that you got to take. Like, right. you know, if you put it, put us in, like, a, a like a line of, like, marathon runners, and, like, if white people, like, could start, like, over here, yeah. Asian people probably have to start, like, maybe, like, 20 feet behind them. Yeah. And, like black and certain Latino people probably have to start like 
10, 15 feet behind mm-hmm. Asian people. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... It's a generational yeah. wealth No, that exact metaphor is... So if you guys have Netflix, and obviously watch Bad Rap, but there's also a series that Vox has right now called Explained. Mm. And there's an uh, episode that they dedicate to the wage gap. And they kind of use that metaphor as well of like the starting line is just different for so different So you're races. saying that like I took Vox's metaphor? No, I'm saying nah, that I'm it's something that if you guys want to really lean, lean into it and understand like why this wage gap exists and this generational yes, like, generational no, thing wealth. exists. Yeah. yeah and like home home uh, redlining and like yeah, but also, stuff. like, for Which example... you should listen to our Zaire episode. Zaya, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's plugs all around. Now, the plugs out now. But this is something that I talk a lot about with my friends of, like, in terms of, like, Asian-specific, it's filial piety of, like, giving back to your parents. Because mm. and right. how... But in America, like, a lot of, you know, kids who are, like, maybe third, fourth generation and they don't have to worry about that. Like, in fact, yeah. like parents give them trusts or, hey, like the stock for their birthday so they can start accumulating oh, yeah, 1, wealth, right? Yeah. But then for like, you know, like for your, for your friend, you know, a couple hundred she gets, like she puts it back to her parents who like spend it back to their livelihood. But then right. like maybe to another family, like why don't you invest that $100 exactly. and in five years get something more? But that's just not ingrained in our culture. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, it's exactly mm-hmm. right because yeah. I have like Jewish homies who's their bar mitzvah money was like forty grand, mm-hmm. and I was like, if Yo, I had that type of yeah, like if you, you get that started type of thing? off when you yeah. were like fifteen, sixteen with forty grand in, in your pocket, mm-hmm. in your and bank like account, let's like, say given to you, yeah, let's say like you fucking decide to like invest that forty grand on buying bitcoins. Mm-hmm like five years ago mm-hmm. if that shit crashes you still have like experience of playing with money we're like playing with money playing yeah, yeah. with money so the more experience you have to do anything yeah. you're gonna get better at it yeah like i got homies whose dad was like yo here here's like 5k start yeah. investing start when playing. they were like yeah. 13 mm-hmm. so by the time they, they were get a credit card when they're young yeah so by the time they were 25 they already had so much more financial knowledge mm-hmm. than me yeah, when fucking, I was 13, I was like trying to fucking memorize Nas lyrics. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? No, Where, whereas yeah. like my boys were like already like learning about fucking investment and taxes. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's, yeah, you're totally right. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's one key. Financial key literacy. Financial literacy is yeah. like yeah. so important yeah. that I feel like, you know, communities really need to emphasize more and yeah. more. But it's one of those things where all the books out there are just like white people talking about financial literacy. Like I haven't run across anything really. Maybe I haven't seen. I it. mean, if you if but you it's read like, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, yeah. that shit is like written by a Japanese American guy. Yeah, but you know it's like yeah, it's just going going back to that whole thing. It was like I remember watching a video on YouTube somewhere where it's like they showed this like twenty three year old girl like how she lives in her mm. in her apartment in Williamsburg, but like she has a credit score of like eight hundred. Right. And I was like, right. how do you get that credit score of 800 at 23? It's like, yeah, you probably got a credit card when you're like 12, 13 years old and your parents knew about like finances and, and like off paid it behalf. off every month and like, you know, built that for you. And mm. now you're sitting on it. And then now because of that credit score, like I can go in the bank and get a loan for like a new business or like a house I want to buy for sure at a really low interest rate compared to like someone that doesn't have maybe like sure. 600 or 500. Like that's some like. Yo, That's some serious shit. No, right definitely, definitely, and like that kind of leads into other um, opportunities uh, in terms of like education. I feel like um, the inner city school systems, or actually school systems in general, like when you think about like the shit that we learn, 
Like, when the fuck am I gonna apply algebra, son? Yeah. Like, when, <laughs> yeah. why the fuck is calculus so important? Well, I think they just frame it's it really bad. Thinking. Yeah. I think there's a need for theoretical thinking, and it's good because it allows you to see different options. See and different. Like you, when you walk into it, any new situation, yeah. you can like apply things. But like, yeah, there is a lack of like, what is the connection? You know what to I this? did learn from college? What did you learn? Talking to white people. <laughs> I learned that shit really from college. Right. <laughs> nah, for real, because I, I did went the opposite. To, how do you? How does one do? I talk did the to opposite. You know, like, how to understand how to code switch and shit. Code switching is, I've been doing that since fucking birth. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, I, and, like, you started learning, like, okay, like, okay, like, different people from different parts of America, which... You know, like you realize, oh shit! Yeah, like white the jokes people. are different. Yeah, the jokes different are different. Jokes land. Like uh-huh. the, the way they react to things are different. Yeah. The way they communicate, the way yeah. they like split a bill is different. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I'm saying? True. Like, right, right, right. I come from like, you know, like a culture where like we don't split bills as much. I guess, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially in Korean culture, like. Mm-hmm. Like the older person pays on the table, you know. What I mean? yeah. <laughs> you like, fight for the bill. Yeah, yeah. Like, you fight for, for it. and then like you realize like, my man, you're like 12 years older than me, and then like, oh, we're really gonna split this bill, huh? Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And like thinking mm-hmm. in my head is like, oh, that is fair. Yeah. But then again, like there's like yeah. this inner gut feeling Twinges. that I have. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> like, no it was interesting because like I went to Thanksgiving with like my non ethnic friends I, I was invited mm. and then I was I went to a Friendsgiving that was like mostly Asian mm. so you went the, to two yeah the first one was great it was really fun it was yeah. very traditional amazing everyone got a Venmo charge after word <laughs> word everyone got a Venmo charge and it was right. like down to a cent and it was kind of interesting Venmo ruins relationships yeah. and but there's, then the second one it was just kind of like it, we had such an abundance like everyone just like wanted to like feed everyone right. everyone would just want to and there's just no talk about because everyone felt like no one was gypped or no one didn't pull their weight right. it was like oh my gosh everyone really put in an effort equal effort everyone cleaned after it, it, it's just the way you're ra- I don't want to yeah, say it's well, good or I bad because like, like the first that, yeah, one is I, clean too like that's yeah, a clean I split see, that's what I'm saying. I, I can't knock on that I don't want to yeah. knock on like Dutch co- like yeah. Dutch pay and shit like yeah. that I feel like no but if Dutch pay eats into like what I like about an Asian Friendsgiving is like what Joanne said about like everyone helped out cleaning and shit right mm-hmm. like you know maybe like a more Caucasian Friendsgiving yeah. it's like yeah. I use money as a way for me to get out of like helping you out to yeah. clean and like yeah. do the dishes and, and the thing is like, in retrospect if like, I thanks. knew they were gonna charge me I wouldn't help I would not have helped out as much cause I was the only one that was like do you need help setting right. up like, cause I didn't but Asian people but were more just like, like yo like no, what do you need no I don't expect right? any help I'm just gonna charge you later you know I was like oh, oh okay that's right? what like, it is <laughs> that's what I've like, right mm-hmm. you know so it's like sometimes yeah. it's like it's the difference a little bit. Mm. Um, but yo like on that note though right like I kinda wanna ask this right cause we were like we're talking about all this Asian shit as always, right? right. And um, do you affiliate or do you associate yourself with like your white identity or your Asian identity? And like, how do you differentiate that? Right. And like, is there ever like a split where you feel like, okay, like this is this and this is that? The thing about white identity is hard is like, what is it? You tell me, bro. And also right? the, the fact question. that you like, have there's to no choose. Culture. Well, not that, uh-huh. not that, but it's more just like, I've always, like, growing up in my household, it was like, 
my we'd go to Japanese restaurants mm. and like Jap my mom was like Japanese people do this and do this and we mm. like do this on New Year's and we eat like chopsticks like that we like you know mm -hmm. there's like there's like uh, there was a clear like this is Japanese and this is what Japanese people do right. and this is the culture of Japan of Japan and right. it's like this is what you're like about mm. but when it's like whiteness or like white things it's like what is that it's like so normalized i guess you could say or like i don't know is it like, to like, like is, is it, it like an american burger is it me like getting with my friends and like cooking burgers or like hanging out so it's like there was like I, there was more in my growing up it was like i learned what japanese was but i never really like i was i'm still like what does it mean to be white right um so i affiliate with more of my hmm. japanese side like like it's easier for even for me to like talk to other people it's like oh like i'm japanese and white but it's like oh as japanese people like i connect more like oh like japanese people do this and then we do this mm -hmm. and like there's a more exchange like mm. that when i talk to just like korean people or like caribbean people or like you know it's just like right you were you just know. in saint lucia right right but right. like but i'm saying no but okay. like um uh, like when I'm sorry, like I went off topic. That no, has but nothing it's like, to do with you no, going no, to St. No, Lucia. No, but, no, 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 but yeah, like, it's like it's easier Caribbean, for me. Yeah, yeah, so. but like you know, my girlfriend's Jamaican, and like, like interacting with her family, it's like easier for me to like bring out my Japanese side, right? And like to exchange through that than for me to be like I'm white and like, like all right, howdy, like, no, like what's up, like yeah. you know, mm -hmm. like oh, like we this food and like it's easier like oh let's go to a Japanese restaurant or like whatever like you know that's that's easier to share culture with um, and I grew up around a lot of white people too so it was like I feel like I guess I did learn how to be so white. like northwest white people what is it was, was like their white men people. Does, it's like oh, is Costco they're God. like Costco was made in the city next to me is the headquarters is Costco Right, Kirkland. Yeah. No, that's something it's else. A it's a qua. It's a qua. It's interesting okay. too because in like materials like decks or you know a lot of the times companies I work with we have identity slides yeah. of like what what is our audience what is our you know we represent culture and you always see culture slides it's like brown people yeah. <laughs> or like non-white people because it's like it, let's Diversity. say you had a culture slide and it was like yeah. I don't know people in polos at. California pizza yeah, kitchen like, or something. I don't that's know. a culture. Like, that is a culture. Yeah. New but England like, culture. Like, you know, totally. white people wearing fucking school um, culture, like, boat um, shoes. And that's like, true. That shit is culture. But then yeah, when people true. say that, I think they kind of, oh, like, that. I got to experience, like, different cultures. Like, they, they automatically have this sense of it's, it's not it's, white. Because it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's never questioned. It's darker. But then again, it's like, but then again yeah. like when, you, when you see, like, you know, like yesterday, Northwest. yesterday I spent time with this uh, producer who um, is a uh, radio producer for BBC, right? So mm -hmm. she uh, she was doing this interview and then she wanted me to interview this person, the interviewee. So I spent I was spending some time with her and then she was just I was asking her like, yo, like, you know, how's London? You know, like what's over there? And then she was like, oh, like, I'm not even going like, to attempt an accent. No, because, okay. But she was like, yo, like we watch. Friends, we grew up watching Frasier. Like we uh, eat Shake Shack. Like sure. there's a Whole Foods here, and I was like, "Yo, American culture, whatever American sure. culture where American capitalism is, I guess it's there is so there is. rampantly widespread yeah. that every part of this world is influenced by it." 
So in America is that considered white culture exactly, or is that considered like, American culture? Then we're talking about what is America and like yeah, what does that I mean hate, to be American? I hate when motherfuckers associate America with white, right? That I don't agree with. But it's like a lot of the shit that we absorb and we are like affected by it's shit that like white people made in a in a where white people were remade influenced by Columbus yeah, or remade or whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, yeah. right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's white culture. Well, I mean, white culture. I mean, I white guess culture it's... is remixing other shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, taking stuff and colonizing Re- things. Yeah, yeah. reinterpreting know. is white culture. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Like um, in a positive way. Like <laughs> we're gonna need to bring back uh, Professor Zayden to, be, to square things away in a more academic fashion. I don't know if, yeah, we're reinterpreting. Like it. Yeah. in a negative like, term, is like white culture is colonizing other people's shit, and like a more positive light, reinterpreting other people's shit. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, and it's different culture. in the context of America where there's like such a clear power structure where yeah. as like if you're in Germany or something or I don't know, like where yeah, like it's Germany a homogenous. Yeah, like, yeah, it's obviously yeah, going to be different. Are white and that shit is their own culture, yeah. right? Right. But in America, right, we categorize like Italians and Germans and French as all in one group. And they're like, it's white. But like when you're in Europe, it's like I am German, I am French. Like it's just different. One hundred percent. It's just the definitions are just different. Yeah. So like yeah. for me being white, I'm just like I am white. But like the thing with me is, I you know I've I've been like riding with like Asian Americans and like waving the Asian American flag and like POC flag. But it's like I also have to understand like I am depending on the haircut I have or the time of year or what I'm wearing, I can look very like cut like wall street chad from you know mm-hmm. as well the white boy chad so like i don't know man you you look no, pretty but, half asian no but like i'm sorry but mixed I, asian no but like you know it's you like, can pass as like a pass. privileged like, I know like, I can, like oh light skin and someone's yeah. like someone could like trust me more like not oh, to see me mean. as threatening right, right, right. right so it's like i have to be careful when you talk about code switching right it's like i want to wave the flag but like how do I wave the flag in a way that's that like you recognize you recognize my own privilege, but like um, allow other people's voices to come mm. to this to the forefront, or like what's my role in like my place mm. in society? Um, but like I have to think about those things. Mixed people are more obsessed with like definitions mm. than Asian people, right? So like half Asian people are more like always like asking the question like what does it mean to be Asian but for fully Asian people I'm like you're just there's like no, I'm Korean yeah like, like that's there's like, no question about to, it like, and I heard like similar argument in the black community as well like yeah. usually a lot of like half you know mixed race African Americans right. like they they tend to be or at least I heard uh, that they they t- they tend to like be more vocal about like their identity, right? Like you African have to make Americans. it known because people are just like checking Assume you about it. Yeah, they like, just put you in boxes. I mean, some yeah. people were like trying to go after um, uh, Kaepernick because like what is he? Like, he's, he's, he has his a mother white is mother. White. His yeah. mother is white. He's half and, uh, black. Yeah, so like they were like checking. I'm like, oh yo, you're not even black, but like. Be like, bro, like but I'm it's out like, here yo, nah, putting but on. on top of yeah. that, like the white rule said that what one eighth black makes no, you no, black. No, I mean, you know no, what I'm no, 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 like, it's so, the one drop rule. Yeah, yeah like, or one like Henry Golding, or like yeah. even like I even think about it this way, like I would have been put in an internment camp, concentration camp mm-hmm. in oh, 1942. Word? Yeah, because if you had any Japanese in you, they would put you in the camp. Like oh, I would, my ass would have put in the camp. Like so, for me, it's like yeah, like. I, you know, that goes back to like, yes, I do like have a privilege, but like I have to, like, I am also Japanese. Mm-hmm. Like-
Well, I'm really happy we got to get to know Ken better. Uh, Michael, yeah, better. hopefully that. <laughs> Michael that, or Ken, it's unclear who we got to know hey, better today, but. I have Michael Ken Store. I'm gonna create an artist persona. It's only gonna be yes. Ken. Yes. So I wanted to ask you some of the questions that we ask all our guests. Uh, your personal mantra. <laughs> See, um, this should not be a surprise, Ken. <laughs> no, I know. I just, I have so many. Um, let life work. Yeah, expand on that. What, what does that mean? For me, a lot of times, as like a producer, project manager type person, um, I, I like to con like have control of like situations and things, and like know where I'm going, and like have like steps, whatever. But like, there's beauty in just like just like doing enjoying the ride. Enjoying the ride. I used to have a bumper sticker that said "Join, enjoy the ride." Actually, mm -hmm. aw, that's awesome. Let life work. Let life work. Mm -hmm. On that note, man, is another episode of Six Ninety Nine Per Pound Podcast. If you have yet to do so, make sure you follow us on Instagram, subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud, write a review, tell a friend to tell a friend, and also, I don't know when this episode is gonna really pop off or. Uh, get released and birth to the world but whenever it does yo we are in the process of growing this podcast more and more so if you are interested to see us meet the host and the team and bring this energy this righteous energy of speaking about identity profession and all types of positivity in your life and in your campus and if you are part of a board, an association, I know you got that spending budget. <laughs> Make sure and you mention to your society and consider bringing us on to chop it up, talk. You know, you get to meet industry professionals, including yourself, Jojo. Me. Yes, you. Like me. Including you. <laughs> <laughs> and not not yourself, the audience. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah we we we'll, we'll gotta see you first before we decide to put you on. But you know, so you get to meet people like JoJo. You get to smell her hair. You know what I'm saying? She she smells righteous. Okay. Um, so you get to meet J Key. You know what I'm saying? You get to shake my you hand can, you and can get see if he has hair under all his hats. You know what I'm saying? And get validated by him. Um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, just consider us and uh, we. Once we kind of have a more uh, set in stone uh, plan for all of those activities in 2019, you could holla at us at info at 699perpound.com. You know, our producer, Michael Ken Stewart, will follow up. I'm on the emails all the time. All the time, man. So we just waiting for those emails to come in, man. But yeah, make sure, make sure you holla at us with the right energy. You better talk to us nice, all right? Peace. Peace. Bong, bong, peace. Hey. Hey yo, it's 699 per pound. Podcast.